Hello, my friends. I'm so glad that you could join me today. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. Hello, Anything Goes family. Just wanted to take this moment to remind you that if you like this podcast and you'd like to see it continue to grow and improve, um, I welcome you to become a monthly supporter to the podcast. You can do so at anchor.fm forward slash Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H hyphen or dash Guzman, G-U-Z-M-A-N, and the number three. There on that page, you'll find a button that says support. If you click on that button, you can become a monthly supporter to the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. The choice is up to you. And if you decide that you want to be a supporter larger than that, or you'd like to do a one-time gift, then you can click on that other button that says message, and I can certainly arrange that with you. And as always, my friends, I always love hearing from you, so if you'd like to send me a hello, you can click on that message button and let me know, or if you'd like to be considered for a podcast, or if you have an idea for a podcast, send me a message. I always love hearing from you, my friends. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. Well, today, um, it's kind of an interesting time. At the day that I'm recording this, it is the day before our final big push for elections, uh, for voting here in the U.S. Uh, Obviously, for many who have been following this, uh, you know that it is a critical vote for many people. They feel a lot of strong feelings about voting this year. Now, that said, I'm not going to be doing a whole podcast about politics and voting because the idea is to create stuff that we can enjoy together and not be so divisive. Granted, politics is a useful thing to talk about still. It is something that affects our life, but that's not the intent today. But just wanted to address, that's one of the things going on right now. Um, And I thought it would be nice to do a podcast just to kind of think about other things. So, first, I thought I would get a little bit of entertainment. My wife and I have been trying to find shows to watch as we, you know, continue through this pandemic and find ways to keep ourselves safe and um, social distancing or staying at home when we can to avoid uh, or minimize contact, um, given that numbers have gone up that we're looking at. I think, a third surge here in the U.S. Um, So we've recently finished watching some shows, and I know I talked about those, but we've, we watched a few others. And one of them that we just finished is a show called Evil, which is really interesting. Um, It's the, I guess the main idea of the show is essentially a lady that's an attorney that's very, um, analytical. Uh, She grew up of faith, of Catholic faith, and then kind of moved away from that. Um, 
and a guy that is uh, the the same actor, the main actor in Luke Cage is the same actor here in this one that he plays a aspiring priest. He's practicing or training to be a priest in the Catholic Church. Um, and then he's got a friend with him that's a uh, Muslim fellow that uh, is kind of the debunker for things. So essentially the idea is, is the priest in training and the debunker character go around trying to validate for the church whether or not something's actually a miracle or not, or if there's some sort of possession or not. And where the lawyer comes into play is she's brought in as a psychologist. I'm sorry, I said lawyer. Psychologist. Um, she's brought in to analyze psychologically what's going on with a situation with a person to determine if there is a mental health issue or if, in fact, it is something supernatural. Um, I won't go into a lot of it other than that. But what I will say, it is a very interesting approach to discussing the idea of uh, supernatural or metaphysical, whatever you want to call it, versus logic and um, and reason and things of that nature. So if you're looking for an interesting show to watch, I would strongly recommend uh, the show Evil. Uh, I don't know exactly what it would be broadcasting on for you. Um, I think we saw it on Amazon Prime or something like that, but I don't remember exactly. But that was one, and then another show that we watched that I think was great for 2020 and pandemic uh, is a show that I believe we saw on Netflix, but I think it's a CBS show here in the U.S. called The Unicorn, and it's about a guy who uh, was married for 20 years and then his wife uh, passes away, and so he's a widower and he's got two daughters and he's trying to figure out how to, you know, do all of that and. Uh, his friends are trying to get him into the back into the dating scene and to find companionship. And it's kind of this whole journey of all of that. But I recommend that one because it's very heartwarming. Um, when I told my wife about it, I said it's a very wholesome show. It's very heartwarming. You you feel good watching it. And it's a good thing given what's been going on in the world with the pandemic and all. Um, so I would recommend that one as well. It's called The Unicorn. So if you can watch that show... I think you would appreciate that one. It's it's lighter, it's heartwarming, uh, it's not dark, it's not real heavy. Um, it has its moments, but it's it's overall a very wholesome and kind of upbeat, leaves you feeling good kind of show. And I think all of us could probably stand to have more of that in our life these days. So those are things that I wanted to talk on, uh, because I always find it interesting to share things like that with y'all that can help you to you know, make it through life and maybe find something that you can find entertaining to watch and something that might make you feel better, which is always nice. Um, and then leading to other interesting things. Recently, um, and I talked about that in a previous episode about UA 2020, but another thing was that we had, around that time, we were doing a, uh, we had a satellite going towards an asteroid. Um, I think it's like Bennu, Osiris, something like that. And recently, within the last couple of weeks, that satellite was navigated successfully to orbit around that asteroid and not only get images of it, but it actually was able to, through a very calculated and choreographed movement, they were able to get that satellite, that probe, to circle the asteroid, lower itself down to the surface, 
and basically do a little touch with an air blast and then vacuum up some of the debris off of it so that they could analyze it. They successfully did that. And that's amazing. Um, whether or not you necessarily agree with all the views of science, depending on your viewpoint, may you may be more of a person like of, of faith that doesn't necessarily see all of it that way. And I'm not here to argue one way or the other on that, but simply to say what I find of fascination, and I think all of us should, is the fact that people had to calculate all of that using very complicated math and geometry and understanding gravity and all of these different things that come into play. They sent a satellite or probe, I don't know how far, I'm going to say at least a million miles, probably more than that, uh, away from the Earth around all of these things and got it to orbit a moving asteroid or satellite or comet, whatever it is, I think it was an asteroid, um, circle around it so close that they could get high quality images of the surface of it and touch down on it and then move back away again so that they could gather debris, like or not debris, but samples of the mineral comp composition of that asteroid. To me, that is amazing. That is a huge feat of human doing. It's so much about calculation and math and um, very complicated formulas and calculations that have to be done to, to make that happen. I don't know that I could do that, but I'm definitely impressed by it. It's amazing to me. Um, so mentioning that, that was a great feat that that happened. And then they had a problem, uh, a problem that we can relate to as human beings in a different way they overate. <laughs> you know that feeling, you overeat and you feel just over, you had too much and you're kind of miserable and uh, your body is just like, oh, there's just way too much in here. I can't hold it. Um, not that you can't, but that's how you feel. Well, that was the case with the satellite. It touched down, it did do the air blast, it vacuumed up debris uh, or minerals off of the asteroid to analyze, but it took in too much and its little seal that's supposed to close over it was not able to close because there was so many minerals in there it was blocking it from closing and so it was leaking its minerals back out into space um so interesting right like it's kind of bittersweet it's amazing that we were able to do that and yet it kind of stinks that we weren't able to get it to do it successfully enough that we don't lose the very minerals that we calculated all of those calculations to circle and touch that asteroid and do that all that to say that humanity does amazing things. And even in the amazing things, stuff still doesn't always work out to plan. But still, it doesn't change how amazing it is that we did that. Um, and then looking at what's going on with them wanting to get to the moon and perhaps use it as a launch pad for going deeper into space... Um, learning about the fact that there's a, they believe there may actually be water on the moon. Um, and it's so strange to me, I think I said this in a previous podcast, it's so strange to me that we really haven't heard a whole lot of discussion about the moon other than conspiracies about whether we landed on it or not. Um, we don't, we hadn't really heard much about the moon for a long, long time, at least here in the U.S., I don't know about in other places. And then all of a sudden, it's this mad rush to the moon. Everyone's trying to get there, and everyone's trying to claim their rights, and everyone's trying to talk about what's going on with mineral rights there, and going deeper into space. 
And that's interesting. Uh, on the one hand, it's fascinating to see what's going on with companies such as like Tesla and SpaceX and what they're trying to do to, you know, do these reusable rockets and, and to set up a base on the moon and all of that. It's very sci-fi. It's very exciting and yet also interesting to watch it actually play out in life and to see how the politics and business actually engage in what happens there and how it really plays out. But it's still interesting to see that. And I'm kind of curious as to what that's going to look like and what happens. And will I get to see that on in my lifetime? Will we actually have a colony on another moving body in this galaxy, in this universe, in this solar system before I die? It's possible. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see how well we can all get along, I guess. <laughs> Pardon me. On the same note... I also could see how that could be um, interesting, given that I've, uh, I've, I'm really a, a fan of sci-fi. And so I've watched shows like Firefly, one of my favorites, and uh, The Expanse, and Extant, and a lot of these different sci-fi shows. Uh, it's kind of one of my favorites, is I love sci-fi. I even love the cheesy B-rate stuff that's so horribly made sometimes, but it's just fun to watch anyways. Um, but all of that said you see that really when it comes down to it, what we fantasize about what space travel will look like and getting out into space and the realities of what it looks like, oftentimes we don't get the nitty-gritty, the, the grunginess of it. Um, but still, it's fascinating. It's, it's exciting. It's interesting. It's the kind of stuff that when I was a little boy, I would do drawings about and I was so fascinated by Seeing the old, like, Jetsons cartoons and these cities that were up in the air and people living in these big bubble things on towers. And it's just fascinating to me. And here we are actually moving in that direction and really doesn't look like that. <laughs> At least not currently. But that doesn't mean it isn't fascinating. Good stuff going on. Exciting stuff going on. Interesting stuff going on. Um... Which also, if I mention any of those sci-fi shows and you like that kind of stuff, you might enjoy some of those. The Ex Extant, uh, The Expanse, um, Firefly, which is an oldie but a goodie, I think. A very Western kind of view of space travel, space cowboys and whatnot. Um, but yeah, and then on another thing, had a little experience in my life that I've never had before. And some of you will probably chuckle because you're like, oh, naive, you didn't know that. We've already been there. But um, I've been, over the last few months, trying to uh, adjust the way I live on my diet. And, you know, I, I, you know, I got a little bit of weight around the waist that I developed from eight years of college and not doing much exercise, but plenty of food and all of that. Um, so I decided, since I was at home, uh, especially when we started into lockdown, to do things to change that. So I've went into a calorie restriction. I do a um, intermittent fasting. So it's out of every 24 hours, I have 10 hour window each day that I can eat. And I, it, the intention on that is not that it's a miracle thing. So don't hear me saying this is what you ought to do. But for me, I've found that it helps because in doing that and making sure that I'm more conscious about what I'm consuming in that time so that I'm not eating a whole bunch of calories that I'm not burning off, um, then it's brought me into a position of really thinking about food differently, thinking about health differently, uh, 
And then on top of that, I've started using an app that helps me to just be reminded to drink water regularly more. And I think I mentioned that before. And also to um, eat, or, or I'm sorry, not eat, exercise uh, every day. And it's the program it has, it changes up the exercises for you um, and it tracks that. And it's only like, it can be as little as like five minutes a day. So it's totally attainable for someone that's trying to just get started and get back into it. On top of that, I started doing a little bit of free weights, nothing major, but just a little bit of free weights to help uh, keep my muscles strong, introduce good protein into my diet to keep them with what they need, build that out so that I then burn more calories and therefore keep myself more lean. So all of that to say, I found myself in a predicament I've never been in before. Um, I went to put on some jeans that I hadn't wore that usually I have for winter time. They're lined uh, with flannel on the inside to keep them a little warmer. And I found those and my other jeans all did not fit me. But my weight had not really fluctuated much, which was perplexing. How does one not fit their pants and yet their weight has not changed? And I after thinking about it for a while and paying attention, looking back at what I'd been doing with my diet and everything, I came to the conclusion that what had happened is in fact, I had lost weight, but I had gained it back. But what had happened was I did look thinner. I didn't have as much body fat to my areas that I was concerned about, but I did still seem solid. And what was happening is that I had replaced my fat with some more lean muscle. And so what, what I realized is that my pants weren't fitting because my glutes and my upper legs had gotten stronger and bigger, and so therefore they weren't fitting as well. So all that to say, it was a very interesting moment having to buy clothing, but for good reasons. My pants did not fit, but not because I had put on more weight, but instead because I had lost weight and then replaced it with some muscle mass. So I say that because it was a, an experience in my life, and I'm sure some of us have encountered that. But I also say that to say, if you're finding yourself in that position, heck, if I can do this, you totally can. Uh, and if any of y'all want to message me, you know, just kind of asking about what I've been doing, granted, I will tell you up front, I am no nutrition expert. I'm no dietitian. I'm none of that. Um, there are people I follow and friends that I know that do those things. Uh, but if you're curious about things that I've done that have helped me, I'm happy to share. But again, if you really want to take it seriously, talk to a professional. Uh, that said, though, you can always message me and I'm happy to let you know what I've done. Uh, and I'm, as always, I'm always happy to hear from y'all anyways. And we'll be right back after this little break. And we are back. Well, it's been, uh, it's been an interesting experience, as I was talking about, with having to replace my wardrobe. And while it was kind of sad, at the same point, it was exciting. Because while I did have to get jeans that fit better, it was for all the right reasons. I had been doing good exercise work, I'd been doing good diet work, and it was beginning to show in my body. Even my wife noticed it, which is good. Then I knew I wasn't deceiving myself. <laughs> so, all of that to say, you know, this is a time, right, where we're 
with this pandemic, I know a lot of people feel kind of trapped and feel frustrated at home and so anxious to get out. And at the same point, we want to keep ourselves safe. Um, I know that I know it's been a challenge here in the U.S., and I'm sure it, you've seen that in other places as well. Some people take it seriously, some don't. Some see it as just a cold and others don't. I know from experience that it's more than just the usual cold or flu because I've lost family to this pandemic um, and because people didn't take it seriously. For example, with my aunt, she ended up dying because it wasn't being, proper practices were not being done. They didn't take serious what was happening with the pandemic. And my aunt ended up being exposed to COVID by someone at uh, the, uh, I guess, nursing home, I guess I'll call it. It may have not have been exactly that, but something like that, hospice care kind of thing or something. Um, and because of that, it got her exposed, and it, that same person also exposed, I think, two more people, and they all got sick. But in my aunt's uh, situation, it took her life. Um, and that's not always the case, but some, the other thing we found is that sometimes people also end up having chronic illness for the rest of their life after having had COVID. So all of that to say, we're trying to keep ourselves safe. We're, we're getting a little antsy at home and my wife and I have started trying to find ways to keep ourselves entertained. So I have a PS4. That's what I play on. Um, PlayStation four. I've had it for a while. I know some people are excited about getting the new one. I'm not in any big rush, namely because they're just so expensive. And so I wait a while. <laughs> but there's games that you can play uh, at home together that are kind of fun little games or like story games. And so my wife have found, and I have found things like that that we'll do. Um, we may play a trivia game. I've got a few of those on there. And then recently we've got some friends in Florida that we've started making a habit of uh, regularly meeting with them and we'll connect with them online using something like Zoom or Google Meets or things like that. And we'll meet online and video chat with one another and chit chat and talk about life and have drinks and, you know, cheers to one another. And we'll play games together. Uh, and now we're starting to try and figure out other ways to do things together. And so one of the ideas has been trying to figure out how to do arts and crafts together. So recently with Halloween, we decided we would all do pumpkin carving together. And that was fun. We all, all of us went and bought our our pumpkins, you know, there, they went and got theirs in Florida or here. And we sat in front of video camera with each other and talked to each other and carved pumpkins. And that was fun. Uh, this last time we were together, we ended up uh, finding an app we could add on our phones for playing spades together, a card game. And we played that on our phones together while we were seeing each other on video on the laptop and chatting. And it was fun. So all of those things are things that we can, we can do. Those are opportunities if you have access to that technology and all of that to do so. Um, but those are things that we've found that have been helpful to kind of help us keep our sanity, to connect with people, aside from, you know, phone calls, emails, which are important as well. I try to do that. That's been one of my goals during this pandemic is try to connect to one person, family or friends by phone call uh, each week if possible. 
And sometimes if it's not that way, then I'll, you know, if it's social media, then I'll message someone and send them a little voice message to say, hey, how are you? I hope you're well. Just thinking about you. Things like that. And so these are things that I share with you because if you're finding yourself in that place where you feel kind of, you know, the four walls seem to be closing in on you and you feel a little stuck with the pandemic and antsy, those are things I would recommend that I've found. Play games, exercise, connect with friends and family, phone calls, emails, video chat, um, play games online together, maybe get out of your comfort zone if you're willing to, if you have a game console, and make friends with people online that play games that you do, and see if you can just connect with people and chat with people to make friendships, and this way you don't lose your sanity, <laughs> because I definitely can relate to that. I know there have been times where I just really felt antsy, and so I, I would just get out of the house, uh, even if it was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this I don't know, I, I'm going to go to a Wendy's or whatever it would be and just go get myself a, a soda that I like and get a small soda and just to get out of the house and drive and interact with people a little bit. Uh, there's things like that that I would do just to keep my sanity and to feel okay. Um, but I share these with you because I hope that they can help you. Along with what I've said in previous episodes about you know, building a playlist for yourself of movies that make you feel good and make you laugh when you're feeling down. Um, building playlists of music that make you feel good and feel upbeat when you're feeling down. And I know I mentioned that before, but I'm really thinking about this idea of maybe either opening up some playlists that I've made or creating some new playlists that I'll share for people that want to have access to those. Um, or maybe it'll be something I'll add in on a podcast where I'll put the link in on special podcasts where there'll be a link where you can find the most recent playlist I've put together of some upbeat stuff. Uh, and maybe you'll like my style, maybe you won't. But if you don't, hey, that's all right, make your own. But I might do something like that because those things are helpful as well. Just having music that makes us feel good and makes us feel happy and makes us think of times in our life that you know we enjoyed. Um, having movies that make us feel good and make us feel happy and bring up good memories, those kinds of things are useful. And I, I think especially in a pandemic time, they're even more useful because we need that. We need to feel good. We need to feel happy. We need to feel sane. We need to feel connected. Um, and yet at the same point, keep ourselves safe and distanced and protected. And, and also not just for us, but for those that are more susceptible to it around us, that we might be okay if we get it, but if we pass it to them, it could take their life. Like the example I mentioned of my aunt, that because one person didn't take it seriously, got her and others sick, and my aunt died from it. So I, I get that we have to find a balance of keeping ourselves sane and happy and alive and still doing what we need to. Apologies for the noise. I realized I forgot to turn my sounds off, so I will do that now. Um, and just keeping ourselves in a healthy state of mind. And that can be tough, but I, I, I share these things hoping that, you know, if you haven't thought about that, maybe it can help you. And if you've got things that you'd like to share, techniques you found, again, message me. I've said it in so many episodes now that I know that 
you already know how to message me. <laughs> and in my description for my podcast, you can find it in there anyways, a link on where you can connect to my anchor page to support and to also just send a message or hello or whatnot. Um, and on that, I'll also go ahead and say, um, if you're able to and you are in a position where you can afford to do so, your financial support really helps me make the difference in this. Um, I'm really wanting to move this to a uh, more clean environment, a more studio environment. And the opportunity has presented itself recently of a studio where I can then do that. But in order to do that, it requires me to have to use money. Um, and so I ask you as my supporters, those who are listening in, if you are in a position to do so, I would really welcome and appreciate uh, your financial support as a either a one-time gift or as a monthly supporter. And you can do that on my Anchor page by clicking the support button. Uh, eventually, I'll probably try to put together a website that I can when I can afford to do so. And I'll probably set up a Patreon as well because I've had many friends that are telling me to do that. But, you know, it takes money to do some of these things. Uh, so if you can afford to do that, I would really value that. Um, and you can do as a monthly supporter through my anchor page, you can be a recurring monthly supporter for 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, uh, or uh, $9.99 a month. Any of those are very welcomed and appreciated. It helps me to upgrade my equipment, upgrade my studio space, actually get into a studio space that is designed for doing this sort of thing. Um, and to upgrade some of the other features like building a website for the Anything Goes community, um, perhaps building a community on Facebook where you guys can be able to connect with me and others, or you and you gals, sorry, um, or for those that don't identify either way, because I, I see my analytics, I see that some of you have identified as uh, non-binary and things like that, and so I acknowledge those as well. Um, actually, and while I'm at it, speaking of that, I saw, and I don't think I mentioned this in the last podcast, uh, we have new members in our community, a new country that has joined on board. So now I think we're at 13 or 14 countries listening in. Uh, our newest uh, country to join in, our listeners, are coming in from Norway. And so thank you for you in Norway, our listeners there, and I'm glad to have you in the community. I, I just, every time I see that, it just amazes me, and I'm just humbled and thankful it amazes me that this community continues to grow, even though I'm not even in a position to afford to promote advertising for it. And yet it continues to grow. And so that's so amazing to me. And I'm very thankful to have all of you on this. It, I guess it's a testament that, you know, we really do want to connect and we really do want to learn and find ways to better ourselves and the world around us. And I'm just glad to have y'all in this community with me. Um, not just some lone crazy guy out there wandering around in the internet on podcast land talking about things that nobody cares. <laughs> um, so, yeah. My friends, I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful that we're still able to be okay. Um, I'm thankful that every day is a new opportunity for us to better ourselves, to do something different, something challenging and amazing, to make friends with new people um, 
who knows, maybe one of these days if this podcast gets popular enough and it's financially supporting enough that I can afford to do so, it would be fun, especially once the pandemic gets contained, it would be fun to be able to visit uh, with some of you in, you know, the places that you are listening in from. It'd be fun to just have little visits like that uh, so that we can meet each other in person. Uh, we'll see what, what the future holds. Obviously, you know, with where we are right now, it's not possible, but with enough support and a pandemic under control, traveling is possible, and it would be nice to meet some faces. Um, so, yeah, at any rate, um, I think that about wraps it up for today. I'm trying to keep them from being too long. I know I've gotten long, and I'm trying to shorten a few so that for those of you that like shorter ones as you're just traveling to work or whatnot, you can have some of those as well. Um, I'm working on getting some smaller ones together, maybe some little factoid tidbit ones or things like that that can be little small snippets to listen to. Um, so with that all being said, I will wrap this one up and say, as always, thank y'all to every single one of you that continues to listen in and regularly listens in. Thank you to all of you that keep joining this community from all of all over the world. Um, I know here I've got my neighbors in the north in Canada that I'm thankful to y'all that are listening in here in the U.S. to all of you listening in in so many different states. Um, to those of you listening in here in Mexico, to our neighbors in the south, um, to the U.K. and all of the different countries in Europe that are listening in, uh, to my countries that are listening in in Asia and in Australia, to all of you. I'm just so thankful to have you here, and I'm just humbled that this little community continues to grow, and I'm thankful for you. My friends, as always, stay curious. Think about so many things that are happening amazingly in this world. The stuff we're doing in space and other things, even when it doesn't work great, there's still amazing things about it. Continue to be curious, friends. Continue to grow. Continue to be kind. Practice kindness in yourself and with the world around you. And as I've said before, there's no greater show of strength in your character than to practice kindness to those that you don't agree with. As much as you can in a safe way. Obviously, if someone's like, I don't like you and I'm going to kill you, well, be safe. And I, that's sad that it exists, but it does. But in as much as you can, be kind. I, I take from the example that my wonderful friend that we've gotten to hear, Amanda Martin Tully, has talked about the simple little act of kindness she would do of being on a bus and just leaving a little note on a seat so that someone else can find it and connect. It doesn't take much. It just takes some heart and desire to be kind. And I know that you in this community have that. So continue to be kind to one another and challenge yourself to grow and better yourself. Be curious about this amazing world and universe around us and grow and and just keep being curious and creative, friends. I don't know. I think I've said it enough times. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, until next time, friends, thank you and stay kind and curious. And we will see you on the next episode. Much love.